Hello? Uh, check one. Check two. Are we recording? 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 Previously on Deaf Perspective. I just got a child from Iceland. I got a little oh. baby boy from Iceland. What are you naming yeah. it? What are you naming Gold, it? Golgath. His name is Golgath. <laughs> okay, Deaf Perspective listeners, we have a hot take you this week hot take is he the lion you have a hot take for us yes speak on it brother my hot take today yeah is that ados is trash ados ados is trash so tell us about ados is it like so is it like ados Folks Niggas over there, over there. don't think <laughs> they from. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, those niggas over there don't think they have. Oh, okay. So, Ados uh-huh. stands for A D O S stands for American Descendants of Slavery. I'm gonna read this off of uh, Wikipedia for our audience. Okay. Ados is a term referring to descendants of enslaved Africans in the area that would become the United States. From its colonial colonial period onward, and to the political movement of the same name, so it's a whole political movement. Ados now, um, both the concept and the movement grew out of the hashtag Ados created by Yvette Carnell and Antonio Moore. The Ados movement focuses mainly on demanding reparations from the system of slavery in the U.S. They want colleges, employers, and the federal government to prioritize restorative justice for ADOS and argue that affirmative action policies originally designed to help ADOS have been used largely to benefit other groups. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so uh, can you elaborate on that a little bit? It sounds good, but... So so one, one more thing. Supporters of the ADOS movement say they should have their own racial category on census forms in college applications and should not be lumped in with other black people. Namely, modern black African immigrants to the U.S. and black immigrants from the Caribbean. Mm. So... Fuck you up with that last part, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so to put in, so to put it, um, plainly for our listeners out there, um, to think that black people or to feel that black Americans are their own subset and, and deserve their own little, you know, bubble on the census, so to speak. But, um, to say that we're, we're totally different and we should reject and toss off our African identity. All right, and, so, so wait, so that first part I I, I kind of agree with, right? That we that we are different because we are descendants of slaves, right? And the whole reparations thing, right, I get yeah. that part, but to, to I'm, discard, I'm with you with the reparations, right? Yeah, but to like, discard, I'm right there too. But to discard our, our African identity, I ain't with that shit. Yeah, right. I ain't with that shit. Right, either. right. And nor and and I'm and I'm also not with the fact of separating ourselves or putting black African immigrants and Caribbean immigrants uh, being separate from them or putting it in a different category because to me it just to me it just sounds like um, divisive divisive exactly right. and it's sure. just kind of right. just like and it's like putting them in 
a second class category when the fact right. of the matter is we're all black. Yeah. And we all get treated the same way and we all currently, have to deal with currently and we all have still. to deal with the same issues. Sure. So it makes no sense to me to divide us when we're all in the same boat in the same position together and exactly. races why people hate all of us right right so, right, you know, right especially they, yeah especially when uh when you have uh the people from the caribbean whether they be jamaican or uh Bahamian or or, or whatever or, or even african immigrants over they they still experience that racism absolutely they are still uh, affected by the systemic mm-hmm. racism that the united states was built and constructed i wouldn't right? be surprised if more so than perhaps you know, than black americans or african americans right perhaps just right. because you know yes we're and black. I, th- I think that's i think that's part of the grievance of of a lot of black americans is that they feel some of the um they feel some of the hatred that america gives you know uh immigrants black immigrants from elsewhere and shit i i think i think they kind of join in sometimes black americans have a tendency to yeah i've seen it and noticed it uh it is a part of our culture that i don't like um you know that like sometimes like that can happen again not everybody but um and it's not a good look it's it's not a good look i don't like it um just because i feel as if it doesn't help our cause at all i I know a lot of us are frustrated and beat down but still that's no no that's no excuse to turn around and do that to another group of people yeah there's a there's a quote i can't remember who is it who is it by but it goes when education is not liberating the dream of the oppressed is to become the oppressor and I feel like that's kind of how Ados is. Yo. It's kind of like, yeah. okay, we're 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 different, and so we're we're not like these Africans. We're not like them, right? You know, and that that in itself is American as fuck. Yeah, that is, that is very American. Okay, and so, that's that's what we need to get away from. Sure, yeah. sure. So yeah, I must I want to speak on that for a little bit because I know growing up and coming up moms very much would instill in me the idea that when people are talking that i need to be quiet that i need to be seen and not heard Mm -hmm. and i think that that shit has kind of been passed down from the descendants of slavery so black people know their place and they don't get Mm. out of pocket with people that are in authority i.e white people yeah right Mm. and we kind of handle uh, experiencing discrimination and racism in ways that are very different from the ways that African immigrants or, I mean, even immigrants from uh, the Caribbean that are of African descent would handle that discrimination and that mm-hmm. racism, right? Mm. Um, and yeah, that's funny because that that separation and that divisiveness is very american is yeah. very american and it yeah. all, all the way back to uh was it bacon it, was it it was a, it was bacon's rebellion that's bacon, right okay. bacon's yeah. rebellion. rebellion right yeah. where where this whole this whole uh class or caste system i'll even say I right became very racial too it's it's very like caste system based. sure 
So even like even like white indentured servants were put in this place where oh well you're you're still better than mm-hmm. the African slave. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And yeah, I think that uh, some of that attitude is uh, being being reflected and being displayed here with this this Eidos. Yeah, group. yeah, yeah. It's just because you know, just because you may not be like those other niggas over there. Right. You're still nigga. Right. You know? right. <laughs> right. Like, right. So, you know. Right. And. Uh, and yeah, it's yeah, it's sad and unfortunate because we shouldn't try to lift ourselves up on the back of or on the backs of somebody else. Right. Right. You know, because then sure. at that point then it's like, okay, then like we're no better than our oppressors. Right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I honestly I don't think we'll ever see reparations, right? Number one. Uh, I mean I don't I um, I you know, I I don't think so either, and it's also. I mean, I mean, I would love it, but it, it's 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 going to be a long, long road until that happens. Funnily enough, that documentary that I watched, uh, everything's going to be all white. They all, you know, they 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 talk about reparations and get into that, um, which is something that would be a, a beautiful thing to have. But also too, um, they raise an interesting point as far as like with reparations whether it's like money versus like uh, actual wealth like actual like opportunities right. to make more wealth and to make you know something to make a more like sustainable wealth mm-hmm. oh but now why do we need that we could just play basketball like why do we yeah, we can just only <laughs> oh, We don't need that. Yeah, come on. Just get a scholarship yeah. because we can uh, we can run. Yeah, so you know, yeah. and that's another thing too to kind of like think about. You know, as we talk about reparations and what that means, it's mm-hmm. like okay, you know, are we looking for just a check, just like a payout, or are we looking for like generational wealth? Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. Absolutely. And what does Absolutely. that look like? And I can guarantee you this: if the United States government. If they don't want to cut us a check, you know, for damn sure, they don't want us to have generational wealth. Yeah. Right. Sure. So, yeah, so you know, that's always that's always something I have to rem- remind myself, too, because, you know, we've always been so guilty of, you know, wanting the quick buck or wanting the quick dollar. I mean, because, yeah, like, we want to, you know, get paid and, you know, have nice stuff. But how much, but, you know, and again, that goes into, like, you know, when you see... You know, people of color when you know, or like when we get money and we just waste it on dumb shit. As opposed yeah, yeah, to of like, course, of course, people are going to say that, well, and yeah. of course, some people will do that. But yeah, if we had if we had reparations, by and large, black people would be able to increase our position in society, to be yeah. to raise our position, and yeah. um, and like you said, actually have generational wealth, which. By and large, most of us do not have. No, they yeah. do not have. Well, I mean, there is that generational wealth, but it's um, it just happens to be owned by white families. Yeah, right, it's, by somebody else, or right. in some, or in some British museum somewhere. Sure, yeah. sure. You know, and it, that's funny though, because I mean, and if we're talking about reparations here, um, I know quite a few cats that like, if they were given a check, then college tuition would be the last thing on their mind because they have more pressing matters absolutely yeah right mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. got to put food in the house they yeah. got to pay the rent 
they, you know, they got to fix their car. Yeah, so they just get like back and forth from work. Yeah, like immediate stuff. And I'm right. not even trying to say like, oh, like these are the cats who are just like you know wasted on rims or whatnot. Sure, sure. They're actually like they need that money to yeah. live and function and do that. Like Absolutely. that's a right. legit thing. Absolutely. So, not, so trust me, I'm not belittling that. And not and but, not and not saying it's not some cats out there that would be like, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and get this damn Audi. Yeah, I mean, and put it on twenties. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. You know that right. will happen too. That will happen yeah. too. But um, yeah, I think that I think the mixture of probably both um, debt elimination, um, resetting of credit, college tuition, and cash. Mm. You know, and even mixture of those it sounds like the best best deal. Absolutely. Um, yeah. For me. Or yeah. you get or you get to decide. You get to choose. Like, yeah. do I want this? Do I want that? Or do I want the other thing? And of course. Right. If you choose the cash, it'll be of less value. Then I mean, but I don't know. I'm not a fucking politician. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not writing yeah. these policies. But, and, see, and that's not even a conversation being held in in the capital, or, right? You know, yeah, in American not. politics, right? Well, it's not even a conversation. It's completely out of the question. Like, I mean, I know, I know there was a there was a program not too long ago where if you could prove that you were uh, an indigenous person, a certain percentage, right, of your bloodline was an indigenous yeah. person, mm-hmm. that you get you got college. Yeah. You got to go to college. Right. Right? You got to scholarships yeah. for that, right? And then even even indigenous peoples and Native Americans, even though we do call it sovereign land, it's really not yeah. sovereign land because a federal government right. at any point could decide right. to take it away. To take it back, but, yeah. But, hey, what did, what, did Lupe, what did Lupe say? Don't give the black man fool, give the red, red man, man liquor. liquor. Red man fool, fool. black man nigga. Yeah. If yellow, if yellow man tool make him railroad builder, also, also give, give him pen, pen, make him take gold make from, him river. from river. Yeah, yeah. Give black man, give 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 red man craps slot machines. No, no. Give the black man craps Glocks and things. Give the red man craps slot machines. No, yeah. bring it back. Yeah. Dude is a genius. Yeah, anyway. not like the bars. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Bars. bars, yeah. But that just goes to show you the the differences in the way that we are treated right and there's even like a caste like a hierarchy in in the caste system between indigenous peoples and black peoples or ados yep. peoples not Absolutely. the organization but african descendants of slaves yeah yeah, yeah. so you know it, it's like yeah so like, like we said before like reparations and that stuff we're in agreement with this whole separation and it's it, it, it's it's not a good look it's and, it's, like, and, and it's, it's one thing to recognize like i'm I consider myself a Pan-Africanist and Pan-Africanist and believe in uniting all African nations and children of the diaspora need to be involved in that. Sure. But sure. even even as even as a part of my black American identity, I tell my I tell my kids, we are descendants of Africans, you know, and, and they right. know about the slave trade. But there is something uniquely different about being a black American like a summer barbecue with Aretha, Aretha Franklin and, you know, yeah. Stevie Wonder is a part of our heritage. Yes, I, That's a part of our culture, bro. I got to tell you, you know, like, I got you on that. There was a there was a there was a girl I was dating for a little bit and she said that she's been all over the world and there is not a group of people that's more culturally rich and fascinating than African-American people. That's right. Oh, shit. That's what's up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, and I didn't know how to take it at first because she was a white girl. But um, <laughs> yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Now, um, now, Izzy, I've got that Wikipedia page up as well, and um, I want to point out in 2019, some Eidos activists challenged Kamala Harris's 
authenticity as a black woman, asserting that she was not African American because mm -hmm. her father was Jamaican American. Mm -hmm. The claim suggested that black Americans of immigrant descent, even from countries with a history of slavery under colonial rule, such as Jamaica, uh -huh. do not share the same struggle against racism and discrimination as the descendants of blacks in the United States. Oh. The claim that Harris was wow. not uh, authentically black was amplified by right-wing figures, including Donald Trump Jr., and criticized <laughs> by civil rights leaders who accused Carnell of engaging in xenophobic birtherism. Yeah. Now, does that sound familiar? Yes, it does. And that's that all that poses the question here, too, right? I mean, have we actually... I mean, according to Eidos, we have not had any actual African-American presidents or vice presidents, because even Obama was... <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, they even mentioned Kenyan, that, too, that right? uh, Carnell and Moore have also criticized Ta-Nehisi Coates for his, for his past support of Barack Obama because of his pushing only for a public study that of reparations. Milk toast, by the way. Coates? Yeah. He's milk toast. But go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's I mean like that's another hot take. Sure. Yep. Yeah, right, we'll uh, again another time. But uh, um but yeah, it's, you know, it's like that's some like that's some dangerous ground to tread on when these people are making a point and you have the right and you have these people being like, "Hey man, we fully agree." Yeah, I'm like, "Yeah, no. if you if you have if you have the crackers agreeing with you, you might need to like assess You're doing some something shit. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you you might need to reassess. Like, hold on, am I am I on some bullshit right now? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, and like that, you know, and like that reminds me. Like, I don't know if you if you watch that um, that we need to talk about Cosby documentary. No, that, uh, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Like my boy, yeah, my boy Kamal Bell did an excellent job with it. But they talked about how, you know, during that time when, you know, Cosby was doing the whole, you know, pull your pants up and, you know, you know yeah. talking about, criticizing, like, right? criticizing, sure. you know, African-American people, criticizing saying that they're too ghetto or whatnot. You totally had mm. Republicans and Mitt Romney and all these people right. being like, yeah, that's right, Bill, you tell them. Yep. And right. it's like, you know, right. and like, again, like, that was the thing that I think... Our generation, um, it made us sad because obviously we, we, we grew up watching Cosby. And it's like, you know, you were one of our teachers and you taught us, but now you're like yelling at us and you're talking down to us. And to be quite right. honest, like, you sound like what you are, which is a rich asshole. Yep. You know? Yeah. So, yep. Um, so, yeah, it's like anytime, like. Don't you dare come up with your own style or identity. Don't you dare try to be different. <laughs> Don't you do it. Yeah. Pull up your pants, wear them on your but, waist, get this coochie sweat. Me, yeah, you, you but but let me say something about pants, that, though. All you, 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 you little ghetto grabbing niggas need to put the history on all that. That's a really good Cosby. That's really good. <laughs> I do what again when I'm, you know, when I'm not raping and, you know, dosing the women and some of the not the Spanish fly. Oh my god. Yo, if you watch that documentary, oh they god. show a Larry King interview where he says exactly that. Like oh, I quoted no. it pretty much verbatim. Sweet. And from like oh, 91 to 92 and we were all just like, Dig Oh right, that's funny, Bill. Ha -ha. Dig a hole and stick a pudding pop. Dude, in. I mean it's nuts, <laughs> man. 
fucking nuts. And not only that, they don't really get in. They don't really mention it in the documentary, but it's 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 true. Cosby tried to shut down uh, Def Comedy Jam. Mmm. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, because he, you know, thought they were being filthy what? and vulgar, and you know. Right. Not not his style of not, comedy. He, yeah, he tried to shut down Def Comedy Jam because he didn't like him saying, you know, motherfucker and nigger and all that. And you know, like you no, know, like keep in mind, you know, like there was a time where we only got one big black comic. Yeah. You know. At a time. At a, like, at a time. Yep. It was like you had Red Fox. Yep. Then Richard. Then Eddie. And then it wasn't yeah, really right. like after that that, you know, Def Comedy Jam, you know, blew up and we got Chris Rock, Mark yeah. Barnes, Bernie yeah. Mac. Right. All these Everyone people. else. Big yeah. And you know, it just like it, you know, exposed us to them and them to us, you know, gave them like multiple opportunities, you know, basically created, you know, I mean, well, Richard Pryor created the genre of black comedy that we know now, but it blew it up to yeah. Them. And so it's just it's sad to think that that man tried to stand in the way of these black people having a career and making money. So I got I got a, well, I got a question for you. Do you think Do you think Pill Cosby is Ados? Ooh, ho, ho. You think Pill Cosby? Not is Pill Cosby. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Either. This hurts my soul. This yeah. hurts my soul. Dude, man, he got it, the prescriptions. He is a doctor. Yeah, and Jesus. they also mentioned the fact he's that the OBGYN. They mentioned that too. Mm. They even talk mm. about like someone was like, out of all of the careers that Cliff Huston yes. could have been, he could have been a dentist. But it's I like he's I told an OBGYN, and his office is in the basement of his house. <laughs> oh, oh man. No. Just oh like, my god yeah like they you yeah. know the documentary they did all the signs were a, there all the signs were there they were all there yeah kamal bell did a really good job of like oh, okay talking about here are the good parts of his legacy like they talk about how uh, uh when he was on i spy he insisted on having a black stuntman which up until that point there were no black stuntmen right and mm. there were none. Okay. So, okay. because of his insistence, he was able to, you know, give jobs and employment to people of color. Obviously, we know about, you know, his his work with the with the United Negro College Fund and the money he donated to black colleges and all that. Uh-huh. That's there. But at the same time, you know, he has some of the victims, you know, on that documentary and they talk about what happened and like it definitely doesn't let him off the hook, but it's 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 really an excellent way to kind of honestly like mourn his legacy and process it correctly as like yeah. black people of our generation. I'm gonna reintroduce this segment real quick. Welcome to Hot Takes. Our hot take <laughs> this week is about Pill Cosby. <laughs> 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 and so you know, I mean, it was like one of those things where like you know, I I think Kamal and I are. I, you know, I think that we, you know, we were both born the same year. We were both born in like '78. Okay. So we definitely came out of like that generation where we watched Bill Cosby and we loved him and we were influenced by him. Okay. So it's like the fact that he did it in this way is like I like I felt like it was like properly like mourning and addressing it. It's like you know acknowledging the good stuff but not letting him off the hook, but then also acknowledging like. 
as black people, you know, some of us have the tendency to want to cover up and just want to be like, right. oh man, it's the man trying to, you know, fuck with him and, <laughs> you know, put him, man, it's the fucking, like, well, no. We're not, but we're not allowed to make mistakes, man. That's the thing, right? In our society, we're not allowed to make mistakes. Absolutely. We are not able, we are not allowed to be human beings. I understand that totally, because yeah. We're, we're demonized. Yeah, so and it's that, much. you know, and it's, it's, it's that frustration that... Not saying I forgive the motherfucker. No, no, not at all. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't defend them. That, no, I'm not doing that. That's definitely the frustration that, you know, makes us, you know, cover up those that have done, like, horrible, sadistic, evil behavior. Sure. It's, you know, that's the type of thing that, you know, you have people that will still defend R. Kelly. Mm. You know. Hey, hey, hey. Right. Wait a minute. <laughs> not R. Mm -hmm. Kelly. See, you, but yeah, but mm -hmm. at the same time, you know. All the signs were there. I mean, it was one. I mean, when Bill Cosby, it was a it was a surprise because now we know the signs were there, but we didn't expect it. But from day one, our you know, our Kelly was like, I don't see nothing wrong. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. With a little bump and grind. My mom's right. telling me no. You know, just like from Damn. from day one, he had this like this this extremely like sexualized. Persona, and I'm not saying there's anything like like wrong with that. I'm not approved at all. Like, dude, get yours. But when that shit came out, it's like, yo, that dude's been saying about sex for a minute, and it's like, you know, and <laughs> it's right. almost, you know, it goes back to those whole things. It's like, someone tells you who they are, believe them. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. So I, I want to say though, um, with uh, with Bill Cosby and his whole pull your your pants thing, uh, pull your pants up thing, um. There's, there's, it's a, it's a weird line with black people and loving black people and wanting the best for us so much that it actually turns into hate for ourselves and it turns into self-hate. Yes. And I feel like that is where Eidos branches from, like this want for black people to do and be great that it actually turns into this bastardized hatred for ourselves absolutely and our roots absolutely it, yeah and it definitely comes you know i mean even what cosby was saying then you also had older black people saying that you know it was definitely like that yeah that generation gap and mm -hmm. a lot of them you know like you know how it was like coming up when hip-hop came out People that were over a certain age, as far as like black people, did not get it at all. Right. Oh like, yeah, sure. Yeah, because like like yo, this shit doesn't sound like Al Green. I like I don't know, and you know it was like seen as a fad. Blah 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 blah. Right. So there definitely is that generational gap, and when Cosby came out and said what he said, I felt like some of them, like you said got into it and tied into it they're like yeah mm -hmm. you know because also keep it in mind too you know even politically some of us you know are more conservative sure you know even though like we're not you know you know some of us you know maybe you know, some black people may even be republicans because they kind of see the whole like white liberal side or the white democrat side as not helping not really being uh, aware yeah. and even like, you know,
trying to take care of black issues or things yeah. like that. So, you know, and then also, too, it's just kind of like, you know, it, it's that whole, you know, that old thing with, you know, black people and Christianity and God and that weird fucked up falling in line like, and conforming you know, to what it is that they say codependent relationship right. that we have sure, yeah sure, sure you know and then that's even like a whole nother <laughs> hot take that we can do talk you know <laughs> going into that but uh, why, why all, can't black people let go of christianity oh man, <laughs> man. bro yeah seriously <laughs> yeah. No, I, no i seriously want to do another hot take and get into that because we could yeah no nah, I, I got i got stuff to say on that matter <laughs> we'll 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 uh we'll, we'll get into that in yeah another, another week i yeah. think <laughs> yeah like i think that should be the next hot take honestly right well we can definitely do that um, um but yeah now that was uh, like i'm glad that you brought that up izzy um because yeah this ados thing is not the business and mm-hmm. you know it's it's it, it, to me, it seems like it's sowing seeds of divisiveness instead of uh, unity. So yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Let's guys. Well, this has been Death Perspective. <laughs> uh, fuck off. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> Hey, hold on, Marcus Garvey. We can't go yet. Hold on. <laughs> no, but it, it very much does. Um, that's crazy because it, it kind of it kind of brings about the uh, George Washington Carver Marcus Garvey argument, doesn't it? Mm, yeah. Right? Doesn't it? The, uh, we're, yeah. Yeah. Where we're, we're either we're Pan African, we're gonna go back to Africa, we're gonna stay in touch with our roots, or no, 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 let's stay here. This is what we're doing. Yeah. We need to we need to become this in order to conform and, you know, be part of society, you know, and things are gonna get yeah. better for us and white people are gonna do us right eventually. Uh, eventually. We can we can appeal to their humanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh god, I mean, yeah. I don't know, man. Sometimes when I think about that it reminds me of that one gif of like the one little Mexican girl in that uh, old El Paso commercial, like why not both? <laughs> what happened? I'm not familiar with this commercial. So what is this? Oh, uh, it's this uh, commercial for old El Paso tortillas. Okay. And, uh, mm. you know, people are arguing over, you know, uh, hard shell tortillas, uh, uh. soft shell tortillas, blah, blah, blah. And then there's this little cute, uh, there's this like little cute Mexican girl. And she's like, why not both? It's cute. It's it's charming. Uh, it's, it's it's light. It's, yeah, it's yeah, light. Yeah, no. All right. Oh boy. Deaf perspective listeners, this has been a hot take. Hot take. You got to come up with some hot take. We need theme. some hot takes. Theme oh, music. theme music. Yeah. Okay. I can make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. We can okay. Like, okay. Like think of something. Okay. But yeah, it can can it just be a R. Kelly track? <laughs> I don't see I don't see nothing wrong. Yeah. I don't see nothing wrong. Damn, I do. Alright. Alright, folks, we'll be right back with our world class media review. Yeah. Yeah. Next time on Death Perspective. How are you able to Survive as a vampire during the day. SPF 320 is what I use. <laughs> that works. I drink it in the morning. Just a shot. I don't apply it to my skin. That is foolishness. I don't want cancer.